it's fine. Bodily functions are okay. They're okay at the slumber (laughs) party. They're okay. That is so not true. Any girl slumber parties from back in our day, bodily functions would probably get you. (laughs) Oh, do I have stories for you? Oh my God. It would like get you waterboarded in some circles. (laughs) Okay. Actually, can I tell a slumber party a slumber party story? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do that. Then we'll spook. Then we'll spook joy. Then we'll talk film. Quick little slumber party story. So I would spend the night at my best friend Katie's house all the time in high school. And we were not afraid of bodily functions. No, not <laughs> we were, bestie. We were not your typical girls. Yeah. We just farts constantly. But <laughs> <laughs> Katie and I got it. Hor- I can't believe I'm about to tell this story. Sorry, Katie. On a, on a space. No, this is more embarrassing for me, honestly. Oh, um, okay. In a space where people who I did this to could hear this. <laughs> this oh, is going no. on the internet. No. Here's the deal. Katie and I got a terrible idea. (laughs) You know how people put dog poop in bags and leave them on people's front porch and light them on fire? That's the thing that people do. It's horrible. It's horrible. Well, we didn't light it on fire, just to let you know. But we were like, we should do that. Couldn't find any dog poop because her dad had just picked up the dog poop that day or something. Okay. And she was like, this is going into like OnlyFans scatological territory. Yeah. We should be charging for this. We should be charging for this. She was like, do you have to poop? No. (laughs) I like that she whispered it. She she actually sent it a note. (laughs) And I was like, I could. (laughs) Good. Oh my god. Uh, okay, for anyone who doesn't like poop stories, just hit the 30 second button like Repeatedly. three times. times. Maybe yeah. two two or three times right now. So Katie had me poop in a bag. <laughs> it's a knee slapper. It's a knee slapper. She just slapped her. It's a knee and then what did you do with it? So there's this boy that lived around the corner from Don't- Katie's house. Oh no. <laughs> And so we weren't, I was like, we're not lighting my poop on fire. It's too much. That's too much. So we. (laughs) Oh, no, it's too late. Do it. Keep going. I can't believe I'm doing this. Why did I think this was going to be? Go, 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 go. It's your idea. I know. (laughs) I'm disappointed in myself. (laughs) So Katie wrote a love note. (laughs) And we tied up the bag like a present. Oh my god. And put this love note on it that was like a love poem. <laughs> Did you sign your names? No. Oh my god. This it was like an love your secret admirer. Note. And so we left it on his porch. And so the next day I sat right in front of this guy in history class. Oh no. <laughs> and I heard him talking to one of my other guy friends. He was like, dude, someone left a bag of shit on my doorstep last night and there was like a love poem on it it was so weird and i being the idiot i am turned around and i was like what happened (laughs) (laughs) and he was like yeah someone like left poop on my doorstep last night and i was like that's gross and then oh my god i was like was it like dog poop and he was like i don't know it kind of looked like like people (laughs) and i'm sitting there like Wow! Oh, <laughs> oh my God! My oh my stars! Clutching <laughs> your pearls! Clutching my pearls! Oh my God! And I and I'm hopefully I'm sure he doesn't listen to this podcast. We we're not friends on any social media, oh but 
Wow. There it is. There's a slumber party story wow. for you. We were not yeah. afraid of the bodily function well, that there's our, our girls sleep right there. And light as a feather, stiff as a board. 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 Light as a Oh, geez. Okay. Sorry for everyone that hates that's poop tra- stories. That's a traumatizing story. I'll say. It's funny, though. Did you only do that once? Just once. Just once. Yeah. There's some other pretty terrible ones, but I never pooped in a bag again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did I, some stupid stuff I in high liked, school. Uh, so did we, but I mean, we didn't do that. I saw one of my friends pull a tampon out of herself and leave it on a guy's car once. Nope. <laughs> We were TPing his house and she yeah. just whoop, right on the right on the hood. <laughs> like, that's too much. That's bold. You that's did bold. you did too much. <laughs> I think that could get you arrested these days. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. He's like, whose was this? Whose was this? We did some real stupid shit in high school. Anyway, yeah, I mean, like we Man. we did too, but I don't know. It wasn't a lot of bodily functions. That the- seems to be the hub of your stories. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the lie? Christian the lie? kids, man. Oh, it's the Christian it's, kids. That's what it is. That's our, what it is. We, we suppress our, our bodily things, so. And then they come out <laughs> in a big flowing. way. Weird slumber. Party. Flowing. In <laughs> bags and. Jesus wept. Cars. And <laughs> oh, what would Jesus say? We did so much. Emma, in a bag. Pooped in a bag. <laughs> so, I did that. I did, I did that. that. I did. I have to sit with that. Now I've recorded it, and it's gonna go out into the world. It's real. All right. It's been. Uh, <sighs> this is me immortalized. Repenting. I'm like crying. This was too much. Oh, it's perfect. I'm sorry, generic white boy. I did that too in high school. <laughs> Whoever the hell you are, <laughs> wherever you are, Jesus. He probably still remembers that story, and he probably has nightmares. That's I'm like you don't forget probably, that. It was probably he probably thinks it was like some like uh like a vagrant that like lived in his neighborhood or some perverted piano teacher or something we also threw a bunch of hot sauce packets on his front lawn one night like we went to taco bell and you know they give you no, an exorbitant that's amount littering of, it is but we drove by his house and we just tossed them all out onto the lawn and then his parents came out and so oh no we walked for some reason we walked wow why are we so stupid because uh, of course and then walked. we ran away cool. and then one of my friends was so nervous she peed her pants <laughs> Oh, <laughs> poor thing. Good times. Was good times. Have you ever forked somebody's lawn? I have forked lawns. Yeah, we did a little Wait, bit what? of that. There was like a forking war going on in my friend group mm-hmm. where you stick a whole bunch of plastic forks in, in somebody's some lawn. Okay, when you were saying you like forked some, someone, so I was oh, like, I where see. is this going? I've oh, forked I a lawn before. Going? <laughs> that was a oh, different. You know what was a really mean one for huh. TPing? Um, instant mashed potatoes in someone's lawn. And then when the sprinklers oh. turn on... Oh my god! As like <laughs> as like an adult, I'm like that's fucking horrifying. It's horrible. Like like that's yeah, just dead lawn. <laughs> I did 
I did some things that could get me arrested. I think there's not statute of limitations, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna divulge. Okay, I, I want to hear those. Off. I caused property damage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and there's also some funny ones that would offend some of the um more sensitive Christian folk in the audience. So I'll, like know. who? I don't. I don't know. There could be a listener out there. Trying to think of who the fuck? No, no one that went to church with me listens to this. They they don't give a shit about me. Well, now they shouldn't. They should because they're gonna hear some good shit. They're gonna hear some Literally. juicy things. Literally, I shit in a bag. <laughs> I do it for fun. I do it for free. I only did it once, <laughs> one time. So okay. So um, can I talk about slumber party? <laughs> wow, I can't so, believe I just talked that much. Poopy slumber party. Moving I mean, forward, I but. <laughs> Um, so we do a little thing here on the show called Spooks Joy, where we talk about something positive that we experienced. In general, we're pretty like miserable about stuff. I mean, we have yeah. we have positive attitudes and yes. good fun <laughs> humor, good but fun. Um, it's a tough time to be a human and to be yeah. alive. Yeah. yeah. See, so we to already find had joy. pre-existing conditions <laughs> going into this, and COVID so, doesn't cover that. If you no, have pre-existing, conditions. it does not cover. Yeah, that. it does not cover that. <laughs> so it's. Important important for us to honor these things that bring us joy in yes. these crazy times. Mm-hmm. So, um, may I start? Yeah. Yes, so absolutely. Uh, we're um, excited you. I fulfilled a lifelong dream um, this weekend, and I adopted my very first snack. Snack! snack. <laughs> <laughs> he is a beautiful corn snack boy named Sweetheart, so named for a character from the Kendar Blake series, the One Dark Throne series. Uh-huh. Um, there's a snake named Sweetheart in that we're different type of snake doesn't matter doesn't matter um he's a beautiful boy he's mostly like a pale opalescent and lavender and brown he has beautiful red pupils um he looks like a little gem he's so soft and so sweet he's so soft oh i cannot God. believe how soft this boy is i've always oh. loved um herps all your <laughs> all your snakes and reptiles and lizards and i used to keep a rubber snake in a shoebox and fill it with leaves and rocks oh. I think that's one of the ways you know if you're a witch as a child. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> also, if you yeah. make potions. Oh, yes. And if you make things, potions. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Out of leaves mm-hmm. um, and stuff in your yard. But anyway, and I used to also keep plastic frogs. Sorry, Emma. Frogs. Oh, that's fine. Um, in similar situations. So, but like snakes, you know, you got to be a very responsible pet person. So the timing was finally right. And I, I brought home my little, my little snack. Mm. Yeah, he's pretty. He's so Boy. sweet. I'm so honored I got to meet him tonight. <laughs> he, He's, he he gave me a boop and Ooh. he um, decided to yeah. go on an explore and went little, straight up my arm. And I was explore. like, best friends, you and me, dude. Ugh, I love him. How's the, how did Stitches react? Uh, she does not even realize he is a thing. She does not know okay. he's here. Yeah, okay. I I mean, she would probably slurp him up like pasta. Um, so I also got to watch him eat tonight. Oh yeah, he ate he ate his little meal. That was very. What fun. is he, What yeah. does he eat? What does he eat? He eats little tiny baby mice called pinkies. Baby mice, little baby pinkies. And yeah, it's a whole thing because I everybody probably knows I'm a vegetarian and I've got little carnivores all around me. But you know what? I have a choice. They don't have a choice. It's true. What am I going to make my snake a vegetarian? That's it's no. freaking weird. You can't do that. Poor BB would die. You're not going to anti-vax your snake. <laughs> Am I supposed nope. to dangle a piece of broccoli in front of him and be like, 
It's like go, the buddy. same thing, bro. Shove this down your gullet. <laughs> Ate this broccoli, boy. Eat it's so broccoli. fun, though. Like, you know, you see videos of snakes eating. and But, like, it's so different in person. It was so it's, cool. It's incredible. Watching him unhinge his little jaw. And I'm like, how the fuck is your mouth that wide? He how looks you do like, that? like a puppet, like a sock puppet or something. He did. When you stretch it all the way out. <laughs> oh, it was so cool. So cool. That's what uh, I got. You got a little snack. A snack. Let's it. go next. Do it. Okay, so we're going to start with a superficial spooks joy, and then we'll go into like the real deal. Actual has meaning. <laughs> one, Wait. one costs, basically one costs money, the other doesn't. <laughs> so we'll start with the bye-bye money one. Yeah. So um, Ulta had a deal. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. She's Ten dropping. times points. Oh. What? Ten times points. How it was for one get? day. It was for oh. one day. It was insane. It was insane. So I get, went a little wild. Get. I got some makeup. <laughs> I got the makeup. You got a cosmetic? <laughs> I, got, I got a cosmetic. I got some fun things that I had been wanting. Ooh, Ooh I, got, I got a Lime Crime. Oh, their liquid lipstick is so good. The Velveteen Liquid Lips mm, by Lime Crime. Yep. They're so great. I got Peacock, which I've been wanting. It's like a tealy blue... It's Ooh. so pretty. It's so pretty. It. It's a blue green, and it's just it's very mermaidy, and of course like peacocky. Like yes, oh, it's it's super pretty. So I got that was probably the most like spooky of the colors that I got. Sure. Um, other than that, it was a lot of like I, I got like a like a face oil and a moisturizer and just a lot, just some nice, yeah, some nice niceties stuff. Yeah, skincare stuffs and. And of course, you got to get a black liquid eyeliner because always, always, it's like got to have that in your toolkit when you're a spooky babe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have to do like an unboxing at some point Ooh. because yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Oh, it's um, been a while since we've done one of those because we're all so poor. We're all so poor. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get ten times points from Ulta, you oh, gotta well, you just gotta, dive you gotta in. Treat you gotta yourself. dive you gotta in. Yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Jonathan and I just paid off both of our credit cards, <gasps> and so I. I'm thinking about using it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where can I? This is burning a hole. It's burning. I got like, it's got a bigger limit stand. now. <laughs> <laughs> As she browses onto Ulta, just let me take one. Yes, look. yes. But their point system is so good, like because it translates. It translates to cold hard cash. Oh, it does. Yes, yeah. And when you get, I, I can't remember if it's like two thousand points or something. It translates to like a hundred and something bucks they can spend on whatever. What the hell? Yeah. Why have I been at Sephora? Fuck that, dude. Noise. Dude, Ulta. I'm oh. telling you. And they're when not it, treating you right, they're not treating me right, baby. No. Yeah. They did you dirty? They did. They done did me dirty. Okay. Switch so to Ulta. Jump on. Jump on into into the Ulta side of the pool because it's nice in here. <laughs> Um, I do. Mad. I do it's love heated. a Sephora. I love a Sephora. I'm not gonna lie. Absolutely. You know, I love. Yeah. I love the atmosphere of a Sephora. Uh, mm-hmm. I love going in and feeling like VIP. a little bougie. Little yeah. bougie. Like, oh, she's yeah. um, but is she somebody? She's at like, Sephora. Every every interaction I've had with people at, people at Ulta is always fabulous. Right. For when they're so sweet, so nice. That's and good. at Sephora, they just look at you like you're dumb. Oh, <laughs> worthy. Oh. worthy of this. No, I've had some lovely interactions with people at Sephora, but I think it's just the brands. Know. The brands are intimidating at they Sephora. Are. They're all expensive. They're yeah. all very expensive. They don't a have chance. a whole lot of affordable stuff except for the Sephora brand, which their which liquid lips like, are actually pretty good. Have you ever yeah. had a Sephora brand liquid lip? No, I, they're, I have. They're not bad. The 
It's called Always Red. It's one of my favorite red Ooh. lippies. It's so yeah. good. I have a really nice um, kind of like pinky nude one oh, pinky. that I wore for a photo shoot at one point, And it's Ooh. like my favorite pinky nude. It's really Ooh. Nice. Plus, it's fun to say pinky nude. Pinky nude. Pinky nude. I highly recommend nude. going to Sephora with Wanda, our, our lovely friend which, at Witchy Woman Wanda. Oh, that'd yeah. be amazing. I adore her. Yeah. She is a makeup goddess. And if you can, if you can ever go makeup shopping with her, I highly recommend it because she's so much fun. She knows what's up. I miss her. I miss her too. Uh, she she swatches creature. like like she swatches like no one else. Yeah, she's and a like pro. everyone at the store she knows school, loves her. You know? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So she like legit knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um. Okay, and I'm always so torn about this. What? what? Uh, a hot topic. Love Hot Topic. What's what's wrong? Okay, but sometimes I've heard that they like steal ideas from oh, like, you know, smaller yeah, artists. Art. Yeah. So I'm like a little oh. weird about that, but they had the hot cash and I used yeah. it and, you know, you know. Hot cash, yeah. I used They the have hot great cash. horror shirts too. Yes. Yeah. And really and fun fandom stuff. Some of my cute dresses, my Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. dress. Oh. They've got all the good fandom stuff yeah. there. And let me tell you, end of summer, end of summer, stock up on swimwear because it's dirt cheap. That's the oh, time yeah. to do it. It's dirt cheap. That's um, actually where I found this sweater. That's oh, right. that's I got this sweater. For and that was a spook's joy once upon a it time. Was. This was a wearing my Hocus Photoshop. Pocus sweater. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, it's it's nine oh six, which means it's time for um, Tetris Mobile. <laughs> Jesus, oh, <shit>. Kelly. <laughs> But you can win money. Priorities. You can Kelly. win money. Kelly, We're money. the pod. Kelly, right now is podcast time. This is family time. I know, but I can Tetris and chew bubblegum and walk at the same time. Can like you? Second nature. Can you? Yes. Okay, then what's your other spook's joy? Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it. Okay, so yeah, cool. She's stuff. gonna get deep and play Tetris at the same time. Got a bunch. Ah. Of, Jesus Christ. Got a bunch of cool stuff at Ulta. Yep, we covered but that. Most, but most, <laughs> most importantly. Let me start out this story by telling you about my neighbors upstairs. Oh, geez. The walls are thin. I can hear everything. Uh oh. Noted. Everything. I can ooh, hear. Ooh. I can hear them snoring at night. Oh. Ooh, that's weird. I thought it was going to be something fun. Yeah. <laughs> something X-rated. You can also hear them doing other things at night. Can you hear them mm-hmm. fucking? Yep. Mm-hmm. That, okay. <laughs> you can hear it. That's what we're waiting for. Yeah. You can hear it at night. You can hear it in the morning. <gasps> you can hear it whenever they feel like going for it. No way. Hi. They like um, each other. They do. We'll which, be right I mean, over. Very cute, but um, <laughs> not fun when I'm just like chilling in my room and just want to relax and I have to hear like creaky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> creaky, squeaky. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, creaky, and okay, the only. The, the reason I do this is not just to get revenge on them, but there's like a little bit of that. I do this. I do this activity for for my own enjoyment. But um, I've been practicing singing more, which has been hard for me because I don't like practicing when I think that other people can hear. I prefer working with like a vocal coach or in like a quiet, you know, in like a practice room, a studio, on stage, right. or, you know, somewhere where it feels yeah more. Like, like someone isn't just going to walk in and be like, what are you doing? Oh, I heard you singing. Like, we're not feeling like interrupted. But this is my only chance to practice. I can't go to a studio. I can't go to a theater right now. So I just have to do it at home when I can. Um, so I've been doing some warm ups 
and practicing opera, which I <gasps> don't usually do because, you know, I'm like a musical theater gal. Right. That's where all my training and stuff is. But I was like, you know what? I'm like, I've been listening to a lot of opera lately. It's like, you know, I'm a soprano. Why not give it a try? Do it. So I love it, opera. I'm I hate musical try. theater. I like this plan. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm absolutely Yay. loving it. That's awesome. Um, I wish I, again, I wish I was like being coached. So that I could know for sure that I'm doing things like correctly. Yeah. Um, but I'll get there, you know, maybe one day. Um, well, I was going to say, maybe you could find somebody like do online lessons do or something. Zoom. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a possibility. Um, but it's been fun while, uh, while the neighbors are getting the D, I'm hitting the F sharp and having a <laughs> well, I'm I'm not not it. Stop it. This was all, oh this was God. all leading up to that bit. Yes, this it was. This was all leading all up that to that up. joke. All You've been thinking about up. this for Just days, haven't joke. you? <laughs> um, a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> a fortune. Jesus Christ, that's funny. Um, but uh, I've been, I've been working on the Night Queen aria from Mozart's The Magic Flute. It's like one of the yes. most iconic wow. songs. Yeah. It's what's known in opera as a rage aria, which is my favorite phrase right now. Yeah, it's a beautiful. rage aria, a rage yeah. aria, where the character is just going batshit crazy and mad and it. raging out. And I'm like, you know what? This is amazing, and it's really hard, and it gets up to that high F sharp. But you know what? I'm gonna get there. I'm getting there. I can get Practice. there. It's not. It's not pretty, but I can get there. I love it. It's practice. It's, it's yes. a little squeaky. And I know like opera people, it takes them like days to warm up their voice. Oh my gosh. So I mean like, yeah. So like you're doing, you're doing your due diligence. She's putting in the work. She's putting in the work. I'm putting in the work. So that's been bringing me a lot of joy. Listening, joy. listening to opera, trying to, my best to sing it. Um, can I say one of my spooks joys is it's was that turn. video that you posted the other day of you being <gasps> Columbia in Rocky Horror? Oh, <laughs> a little flashback. Oh, oh flashback. my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. I died. I was like, oh uh, did not know you were ever Columbia. Did not know you could tap dance. <laughs> you were Just like a little, little squeaky voice queen. It was perfect. Oh God, thank you. It was so much fun. I loved oh, it. I I want to see you in Rocky Horror. Oh, I want to be in the green. No, that's like living my best life is when I'm performing, doing the musical thing. Yeah. That's where I thrive. Someday I'll see you on the stage. I'll see you up there in the Mama Mia I was supposed to see you on the stage this year. Yeah. I know. It's supposed to happen next summer, so we'll see. Good. It will. Good, good, good. I'll be there. What else spoke in joy for, for you? Oh, uh, yes. Hello. Hi, I'm Emma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is spooking joy this week? Um, today is the autumn equinox. That means it is the first day of fall. Ah! And that is my spooks joy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great I love joy. fall. Fall's my favorite. And I like literally all day today. It's so cute. I was um, talking with Kyle the other night. And Slumberjack Kyle. Slumberjack Kyle. And um, so we were talking about this. Uh, we're going to throw a little tiny Harry Potter party. Just, <gasps> you know, the four of us, him and his girlfriend and me and Jonathan. And mm -hmm. we're going to like go all out. And like Kyle and I are going to Barnes and Noble tomorrow and getting this Harry Potter cookbook that we've been looking yeah. at and everything. And Ooh. um, 
but he so we were just talking about fall and how much we love fall and um and i was like i was sending him pictures from that account that i was sending you guys pictures from yes where i was like i can't believe this is someone's life i want this to be my life like i want to live on the west coast i want to live near boston and salem and like enjoy the fall colors and (laughs) and like you know it's all this beautiful stuff i just love it it's just it feels like home for me and um so he was like dude you can find this happiness in in anything and you know like envision uh what you want for your life and you're gonna get it and he was like and one day we're gonna be sitting on your on your uh black victorian house porch and we're gonna be reminiscing about and it just made me cry and it was so sweet oh my god but he sent me these pictures of the sky last night like the sunset was just so beautiful and fall looking and he said that beautiful autumn magic can be all around us if we're just willing to see it and I was like, that's so beautiful. It's that's so lovely. It's the so SSP true. holy season motto, I think. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, and remember, too, those people, they post beautiful photos, but it's, you know, there's there's editing. Yes. There's stuff that's They're done. Talented They're talented, but it's like, so there's ways you can, you too can have that. And like, keep in mind yeah. that, that one shot that you were getting all emotional over that was an indoor shot that you could easily recreate and that's yeah. definitely like my living room is totally my my fall happy place right now like oh, i yes. have my my orange and purple lights up i have my little you know halloween tree and i yes. <laughs> like all my halloween decorations are up and everything's cozy and wonderful and yeah. do you remember when we made a blanket fort yeah. oh yeah for sandra's birthday yeah. I want to do it now. Oh, that was so fun. I want to do it now. Blanket forts. Yeah, fall is fall is hands down the best. It's everything. It's my favorite. Fall vibes, fall energy is everything. Yeah. Um, should we get into what we're talking about tonight? Yeah, what are we talking Absolutely. about tonight? Absolutely. We're doing Give a movie review. Give me the deets. This is going to have spoilers, right? Spoilers. Yes, always. major, major spoilers. So this week was my pick for the film. This film. is something I... I saw the trailer for one time and one time only. So I went in, you know, fairly blind-ish. Yes. Um, yeah. I also, I, I will say I did get a little bit of feedback from a friend who saw it and he gave me his opinion, but he said zero spoilers. So he kept okay. it very, very vague. Good. I'm interested to hear his. Yes. Too. Yes. Um, Will's going to watch it too. I told him about it. I want to nice. hear his take on it too. So my pick this week was the film She Dies Tomorrow, which is a film that came out this year, directed by Amy Simons. I believe Simons. Simons? Simons? Okay, I don't want to be saying it wrong. Um, love love a w- female-directed horror situation. That needs Obviously. to happen more. She's a director, a writer, a writer, and an actress. She does it all. Yeah. She does it all. Wait, she's an actress? Who is she? Yeah. She's been in a few things, but she played the mom in the most recent Pet Cemetery. Oh, I thought you meant she was an actress oh. in the movie. Oh, not that I know. I was like, I didn't see her. I don't think she did an Alfred Hitchcock no. or something. No. No, and not a no, Tarantino no. situation. <laughs> the foot, yeah. So yeah, I uh, I saw the trailer and I was just so intrigued because uh, you know, as someone with anxiety, I spend a lot of time worrying about mortality, and I was like, this is just so up my alley. Um, basically, the gist you get from the trailer is it's um, a woman who's very distraught because she believes that she is going to die tomorrow, and that's kind of all you get 
from the film mm-hmm. is just or from the trailer. That's kind of all you get from the trailer. Is just kind of all you get from the film. Too. <laughs> no, no. It's also well the tagline of the film, kind of the way they synopsize it, is Amy thinks she's going to die tomorrow, and it's contagious. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Um. So what ensues is a little bit of an it follows type of scenario. I literally said that. Yes. Too. I literally yes. said that to Jonathan. It's I was like, like yes. is this an it follows situation? It's like, it follows, but totally different. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. who. How, how do you want to kick this off? I mean, I, I'm down to kind of jump. I'm down to jump just around. Jump, jump mind. around. Jeez, Emma. <laughs> this ass let's, is let's too jump big. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's also like, there's okay. some brilliant just moments. Can we start yeah. by going around and saying our first impressions of the film? Okay, are we giving like a rating? I'm not necessarily a rating, rating. but just like if you, if you liked it or you didn't like it, first impression, like without much thought, directly after you watched it, yeah. what, did, okay. what, what did you think? Perfect. Okay, who's starting? I'll start. Did not like it right off the bat. <laughs> Okay. It ended right off the bat. As soon as it ended, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) but some time has passed. Some time has passed. So right off the bat, I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm, I think everybody knows I love some closure. (laughs) (laughs) And this movie had zero, no closure in this movie. So if you like closure, you hate, you're going to hate it right away. There's some movies that you like though, that don't have closure. You're right. You're right. And, and I'm saying that, you know, my first, my first feeling about this movie was there was no closure. And I was like, you did that. I was, uh, yeah, I did. It ended. And I was like, (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. Uh, okay. So that was your immediate reaction. Yes. Sorry. So that was my immediate reaction. Was like, Ugh, I just I need closure. I need to know what the fuck. What d- what just happened? What the fuck? Okay. What the Kelly, fuck? Do you want to go next or you want to go last? I'll go last since it was my pick. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I really liked it, but I would not say I loved it. But I really liked it, and it gave me some stuff to think about that i want to talk about i knew you would like stuff stuff okay your turn kelly immediate reaction go immediate reaction i found it super relatable and i was just i just happened to be in the exact right mood to be watching it and so i am feeling exactly the same as sandra did not love it but really liked it all right okay all right so i take it then emma your heart opened a little bit my heart opened a little bit especially with that npr article you sent me oh my god let's talk a little bit about that no i'm gonna send it to you right now um well it doesn't matter you can read it afterwards but it was one of those what it was when you said you were watching it and i was like i can't send it to you it's not spoilery but it's you know i don't like things to color your yeah, judgment yeah, exactly, you know because exactly, yeah. i know we all went in pretty blind mm-hmm. anyway anyway there's a good npr article it's not it's not important um <laughs> okay so okay so yeah where do we even start do we just like start and I was, where do we even start? yeah okay. i mean so this movie is about a woman amy amy and well it starts out actually with a guy kind of freaking out we have no idea what he's a, freaking a small out monologue from amy yep and a guy freaking the fuck out in the living room and you're like yeah. what is this and then we get the first of the brilliant use of mozart's 
Lacrimosa. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yes. So yes, many times. Yes. yes. Um, so first of all, I was movie, so happy about yes. that, especially because of my recent like Mozart obsession. Yeah. The opera and the singing and everything. It just like hit me right in the right mm-hmm. spot. And I was like, yes, don't yeah. stop. Keep going. Well, not to be not to be basic, not to be that not to be that bitch, but I am. I love Mozart. Definitely my favorite composer. Dude, um, love it. I listen to a lot of obviously metal. I talk about that on the show, but I listen to mm-hmm. a ton of classical. It's what I listen to like for most of the day. How have we never talked about this? I, I don't know, girl. I love classical. Oh my gosh. And it's funny because my spouse does not like classical. Oh. And so it's one of those things where I can't really listen to it around him because he falls asleep. Mm. Mm. And yeah, and so like if we're in the car, that could cause an accident if he's driving. Right. That could so, be problematic. Um, you don't want to die. So he just saw the beginning of this. Because you're going to die tomorrow <laughs> if you watch this movie. He just saw the beginning of this movie and the girl, you know, kind of stretched out and the lacrimosa and the just so much dark humor and morbidity. He was like, you're going to love this movie. Look, they made a movie about you. That's you. Stretched out, being morbid, listening to this song. Look, it's you the, researching becoming a leather jacket. Oh my God. That was, <laughs> oh, that I have so much so, to say about that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, anyway, I immediately felt a connection, like you said. Totally. Kelly. It was immediately so like, yeah, super relatable. Um, so darkly funny this movie there's a lot of really there's a lot of good moments this movie is definitely polarizing and even though it was not written or made in the time of the covid we are now in (laughs) this is as it says in this npr article this will be one of those movies that like kind of defies our time like how wall street defies the 80s in a lot of ways you know this will define this covid era yeah Yeah, i was telling sandra earlier one of the reasons one of the things my immediate reactions to after this movie i was like this is just about covid like this is someone's stupid uh, like, like reaction COVID interpretation to COVID. yeah and then i google and did a little research and i was like oh it was written far before covid <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. not what this is about and then i started looking at it in a different light and i was like okay but that's weird how how well it matches up with our current time jesus kind christ of like nostradamus mm-hmm. yeah like <laughs> i found i found the dialogue so great and I'm very, picky. I'm very picky about dialogue. And it was like this film, it strikes this perfect balance between being just surreal enough, but not so surreal that it takes yeah. you out of the movie. Like you're still yes. in it, but it gets into these surrealist moments with flashing lights and some kind of, uh, you know, not yeah. quirky. That's not a good word, but some kind of odd, unexpected dialogue. Yeah, kind it's like quirky. I'd okay. agree with that. I okay. mean, this movie just, is yeah. is so existential. It's yes. like, it, but also like absurd. I don't, yeah. it's not a lot yeah. going on. Dark comedy. Um, yes. In fact, when Amy was looking into being made into a jacket, that was another yes. point where Scott was like, oh, you would do that. You would get, I mean, I, <laughs> I, would I don't. Wear, I don't want to get into. You would wear me. I would wear you. I don't oh, want to get into totally specifics, but I have looked into some things for people and things about postmortem. What could be done? Yeah. With like you? what about like you could be a diamond. You could be a jewelry. I'm could be donating jewelry. my body to the body farm. One thousand percent. The body farm's a world Oh my god! You don't know what a body farm is? Oh, the body farm. She's not your crime person. You're not my crime person. Oh. This is my crime person. Okay. Um. So basically, like the body it. farm. 
I you do like some, some of it. You do like I like the it. Jinx. I like cereal. <laughs> oh, cereal season one. Yeah. Did I ever anyway. told you guys the story about how I pissed off Sarah, K- Sarah Koenig? <gasps> oh, I gotta tell you that story. Anyways, oh the body farm. <laughs> okay, save. You know what? We'll save that for another episode. Yeah. Oh, I really pissed off Sarah Koenig. It was oh, we great. gotta save that. Yeah, oh, that's she a good hates one. me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bitch. You're not invited to the slumber party when we said everybody. We meant everyone Ooh. but you. Whoa. Everyone but Sarah Koenig. Even though I very much respect what you're doing. Anyways, ah. um, even though I'm just saying. That's the thing. I even prefaced. I prefaced what I said could to be her. Built, Sarah. Anyways. Yeah, anyway, we'll get into it one day. College was a weird time. Anyways, body farm. Body farm. <laughs> Explain to Kelly what a body, body farm, farm is. Body farm is where um, forensic scientists um, figure out how bodies decompose in different climates and different uh, areas, different um, scenarios. So okay. you can donate your body to the body farm and they'll stick you in a forest or they'll stick you in a desert or they'll stick you like somewhere in like certain scenarios where people like leave bodies and it's just like science like they're they're researching and seeing what happens to bodies how do bodies decompose in different scenarios and climates and that in turn helps you know solve crimes Mm -hmm. and stuff because they got to know all this stuff yeah yeah so that you know like if some yeah i I won't give examples but anyways google it google Google it it. it's super interesting (laughs) super interesting um did anybody else like the rose gold urn option loved it gorgeous oh that was nice yeah nice touch i would do i think i'd do a rose gold urn for 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 boris oh for, oh. for sweet boy boris sweet boy. jonathan disagrees with me cremating him <gasps> um i think he's on he's more on on you know he was just an old school oh. like oh it's your pet you bury it and i'm like no 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 i'm cremating him and keeping him with me forever he is my boy <laughs> i like the necklace a lot of people do a necklace oh a necklace um well that's a whole other subject and i would love to have that discussion some point but we're right now we're talking about she does tomorrow. we're talking about she dies tomorrow um, um so amy uh <laughs> she's got it we learn later that she caught it from the boy she was dating um and she spreads it to her best friend jane who then spreads it to her (laughs) sister-in-law and brother and niece and their two friends Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just goes on and on and jane spreads it to her doctor i loved i love that she spread it to the doctor because i was so excited to see his reaction Yes. Because I'm like, okay, as a doctor, as a scientist, I want to know like how his mind is going to process this. I also really love that they were like about to bang, and then he's I, like, I, I need gotta to go see my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. That was sweet. He had a moment. She there. looked so stoked. She was like, "Yes, this is how I want to spend my last day on Earth." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and then she's just sitting there with her legs open. I like, know. Like, so what? funny Damn. <laughs> it's so funny and it's like and it's supposed to be funny it's great it's just like when jane catches it and she's like trying to get a hold of amy and she's like uh you know call me back i, I broke into your house oh yeah i broke into your house yeah yes jane is fantastic oh, she's she, amazing I think jane was my favorite she was she's been on like frasier she was in that movie happiness she's always she's great a, yeah she's in so many great things she is fantastic oh my goodness um what did you guys think about the couple um what were their names brian and tilly, tilly. Mm. that was that like was sad. it was sad but it was kind of 
parts of their thing was funny. Yeah, I mean, I it's at the kind line of, of when she was like saying that she was going to break up with him. Like, I was going to give it like three months just so I wouldn't like. Yeah, after your dad died. Got yeah, it. yeah. Well, it's interesting how like this is one of the things I noted about the film is when you catch this, it brings out like the best or worst in humanity. Oh, you know, because uh-huh. you could have murder. You know, kind of the spiraling, the anxiety, the depression, the stuckness, or you could like have kindness and like friendship, like kind of openness. It's very interesting how it brings up one or the other in people, because once like Tilly and Brian know they have nothing to lose, they're being like super honest, super honest. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, they end his dad's life. Oh, my God, which is so so wild it was like one of those things where it's like i was not expecting us to go there and do that with brian and tilly that's the thing that like my my anger without the closure is okay did they all die or did they just kill his dad yeah but yeah that's my that's my i think that's one of my other issues without the closure is like i want to know was it all like, did they all end up living another another day and the day after yeah, that and the day after I that? Know, and they're like, I know. Shit. I, and he's like, shit, I killed my dad for nothing. <laughs> I oh, am no. I am curious if they yeah. always think it's going to be the next day. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's a self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, because too. Craig killed yeah. himself. Right. Craig. Yeah. Craig ended his life. Mm-hmm. And so it was like he chose to do that. Obviously, you know, um, Jane's brother and sister-in-law, they do try to kill her. Yeah. Clearly. But mm-hmm. so it's like so that was self Okay, so that is what happened. Okay. You know how I yeah. told you so Kelly, I was talking about this earlier. Okay. After I watched the movie, I I went and like looked up a couple different reviews or like ending explained videos that never really do much justice. Yeah. And I realized that when anyone gets one small um fact about the movie wrong, I immediately am like, this person's opinion does not matter to me. Fuck you. I'm done. I agree. Because <laughs> in the Thank first one next. I watched, it said that Jane and Amy were sisters. And I was like, no, this is stupid. Move you on. What you're talking about. And then in the second one I watched, they said that um, Jane's brother and sister-in-law killed the daughter. And I was like, no, literally no. 10 no. minutes later, they say, should we wake her up? And, yeah. and then she says, no, we should let her sleep through it. It's like, obviously, they didn't kill the daughter. Yeah. No. So then you realize that they attempted to kill Jane. Yeah. All that jazz. And I was just like, this person's an idiot. Move yeah. on. It's, you know what? It's just like the big Lebowski. You're out of your element, Donnie. You're out of your element. <laughs> You're out of your element. Uh, it's You don't deserve to be making these videos. <laughs> you don't. Get out of here. So the way I interpreted the movie, which could be, you know, anything, is it is a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. i take this as an apocalypse movie mm. that this is how the mm-hmm. world ends it's from Ooh. freaking anxiety <laughs> this is how I mean, the world ends this is kinda a- like <sighs> the mist <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the mist y'all this is a fantastic metaphor for anxiety and i love when films nail that no way and get it wasn't right. the mist i'm sorry it was the happening that's the oh. one with the trees yeah, the <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the the scary mist has wind. a very bleak ending. Also very bleak. Yeah. Sorry. Continue, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, yeah. I uh, movies like Midsummer and 
Babadook. I, I love I love these horror films that are like these metaphors for anxiety and depression. Right. Yes. And sometimes right. not even a metaphor. Sometimes it's just yeah. flat out someone having a panic attack on screen. And mm-hmm. I would think that would be triggering, but it's kind of it's kind of nice to see it. It's like yeah, this is a thing that happens to people and that like, so many people deal with. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so there's kind of like, have you guys seen the movie Melancholia? Yes. Oh, I haven't. oh okay. I love yes. that movie. Yes. And a lot of movies are, I won't spoil it for you Thank or you. anybody else, but <sighs> it kind of poses questions of how people deal with things if you have anxiety versus if you have depression. And for some of us, I think everyone on this call, we have all three. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> or, I mean, we have all of the things. We have all the things. But anyway, a nice because, combo, a nice cocktail. Yeah, because exactly. when you're anxious, you spiral, you kind of just, you, like, your the energy's high and it's like, frenetic contagious and when you're depressed you're stuck yeah but sometimes anxiety can make you stuck too because it's so overwhelming that you kind of dissociate or just want to avoid right so right. you do kind of like shut down right because it's just kind too of much like, yeah right that's yeah. kind of a, like an evolution of it but i mean yes. there's like kind the of initial... like those two responses yeah mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we associate anxiety with you know worrying about the future and depression mm-hmm. is more like you're worried about the past mm. <laughs> or or the yeah. present in some cases yeah. but so i want to pose this to you guys okay well pose a question so we all know that before they kind of get the contagion for lack of a better word mm-hmm. they see the psychedelic lights and they hear the voices right now is it a supernatural b viral or something like from nature like a vi- a virus or c psychological because you can totally make the argument for any of them any of them totally know, did you guys see it one way or the other though one of the three i'm not sure I, if i did but I, i'm leaning towards viral i i did too yeah i think i did too yeah uh, i'm also i just want to know what she was seeing in the microscope it was yeah. blood I think she was looking at blood and it's like microorganisms and looking at like the like um, finding art within like right yeah that's her thing yeah I was just curious what she was so excited about that she found that she took a picture of she kind of like had I don't know a breakthrough but that could have been part of the hallucinogen I I don't know maybe yeah but um (laughs) so you kind of lean towards viral with me i'm i'm in the same same realm i think it's viral especially since it's spreading person to person to person yeah um i don't know but like you have to say something for it too so that that lines up with supernatural too I might that lean... it's not something that you like you know you cough on somebody and then they have it like <laughs> yeah, you're saying yeah. something and yeah. then it's there like i kind of i kind of lean towards psychological um so i think of like the lights because they see the flashing red and green lights or is it red and blue or mm-hmm. something like uh, oh there's so many co- that's another yeah. thing that john sorry finish your thought no, and then i'll say my great. thought go 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 okay, okay. Go, go, go. Um, <laughs> so they, they see the lights and then they usually see a flash of like someone from their past or someone in their life they you know you see a quick face mm-hmm. yeah you see the face yeah and so i i don't know like i say i lean i lean towards psychological i mean i think the the lights could be more just like a symbol of like a panic attack starting Ooh. and the flash of the face is maybe whatever triggered the panic mm-hmm. um and just the fact that they're Ooh, that's actually really good. They, you know what I realize when, now? Yeah, Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Uh, when Amy yeah, go, go. is having hers, 
when the lights are flashing and it seems like she's having like an orgasm or whatever the fuck is happening mm-hmm. there. Yeah. You see flashes of like a beating heart. Yep. Yes. It's, and it's she's got flashbacks to she's talking about her abortion mm-hmm. and the and like the possible regret of that happening. And like that that could be like panic attack. And she acts like it's not a big deal, but you can tell it's really it's, raw. Like it's still yeah, she hasn't processed it. Craig's not being super sensitive in the moment. Like he kind of comes around. I'm not anti Craig, but it was just kind of no. like he's being like hella brusque for something that's none of your business, bro. Yeah. Like, but- how do, why do you, would you ask someone, do you regret it? <laughs> like, like, Yikes. whoa. Like, we're clearly in the early stages of dating here, sir. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> but like, she can, she imagines the baby crying. She even like makes the noise of the baby crying so she clearly it's something that's on her mind all the time you guys this is how the world ends this is how the world ends but see you know what's interesting though is so there's the initial anxiety attack but then Mm -hmm. it kind of like dissolves because they either become well like i said kind of brings out the best or the worst because like towards the end like jane has a lot of acceptance and Mm -hmm. she meets the two friends who are also dying and she has a bloody pool party and it's like they're all like that's like a good side of humanity is they're all just in this acceptance phase yeah and they're all just in the moment and so it's it's kind of yeah yeah. just how people respond to trauma differently yes some people embrace it accept it and work through it move past it some people it you know causes them to turn to alcohol or they become depressed or they or they go off the wall like um what's the word when you're um when you do kind of like risky behaviors you know like driving the race car or whatever it was yeah the doom not buggy. race car doom buggy thank you yeah um race car I love yeah that. i don't know i don't know how yeah. sports balls things work <laughs> <laughs> right but uh, the adrenaline she wants to know adrenaline, adrenaline yeah. And she's, yeah and she's always wanted to do it so it's kind of a yolo yes yeah yeah which is so, good like that's a kind of a good thing so i i definitely see it as like the this is how different people respond and substance abuse is definitely a big part of the movie because we know Amy's yes. um, had some issues with addiction mm-hmm. yeah. to alcohol. And so um, I, I had a note about that in there too when I listed off my best and worst of humanity things. Substance abuse is in there. But um, I think you're right. Like I think there's something about trauma. There's mm-hmm. a theme of trauma in here mm-hmm. that's a lot to kind of pick apart with your Jane microscope. and, mm. and Jane has... Jane has the best monologue in the entire film. When she is talking to the doctor about her fears and worries. Yes. About, um, so she has a fear of her house being broken into and being mm-hmm. like raped and murdered, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and so she goes off in, on this whole list of, of worries that she has. One is walking through the streets of New York City and seeing all the air conditioners up in the high building. Yes. And being convinced that one of them is going to fall on top of her yeah. and kill her. Yes. And I'm like, girls, that's not the most relatable thing I've ever yeah. heard. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, a lot of anxiety is is kind of s- like superstition in a way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's one of Which those is things. kind of OCD. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But like, um, like, you know, kind of like fearing that like these things are going to happen. But 
there's no like real reason to necessarily back it up. Mm-hmm. You know, right, like right. like you've walked down this street a million times and the AC unit's never fallen out or you know but like it what, could happen. But it but it could happen. Of course anything could happen. But so sure. it just kind of like yeah, it, it poses some really interesting questions the way she she does mm-hmm. that brilliant monologue and yes. like a sa- Sammy Trek, the home invaders, the whole yes. thing. Yeah. Yes. Um it's really interesting, of course, when you start to live your life not worried about that stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, then you float around in a pool with your two new best friends you just met. And bleed out. And and while, you're <laughs> while you're bleeding out. And she's happy she's on a floaty. Oh, I love that. when she's she struggling like, nice to get on the floaty. Pool. Yeah. And then she gets in the pool and it's just like blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> and so and Aaron blood. and Skye are just like, that's cool. That, Isn't that, that all of us, name? though? Yes! <laughs> Isn't that all of us just bleeding out trying to hop on a flamingo floaty? Yeah, and that your friends are just like, you, did, you got like, yeah, yeah. great. You got this. Live your life. Who's mowing their lawn right now? <laughs> oh my God, it's so I love that. funny. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, we're all going to die tomorrow. We're all dying today. Who's mowing their lawn right now? <laughs> um, one of the things that was kind of like a theme I wanted to bring up was, um, so we're all millennials, which is, you know, we can all commonly agree, not we all can commonly agree, but it's commonly agreed upon that that's people born between 1981 and 1996. Mm-hmm. So that's us. And mm-hmm. Amy Simert's the director. She's also a millennial. Amy's a millennial, the character, the actress who plays her too. And there's something very millennial about <laughs> this movie. Yes. <laughs> In general. Oh my gosh. Um, I saw. She bought a house, though. That's pretty fucking cool. Hey, well, you know, you bought a house. I, yeah, sometimes you can buy housing. You don't have to be rich to do it. It's really but hard. She did act like it was a big yeah. deal. Like it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, just it like, is a big deal. Yeah, it wasn't just like some simple step that she. It is a went huge deal. Yeah. I think for everyone in our generation. Yeah, like, if mm-hmm. you can manage to get a house, it's a it's a really big deal. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. She wasn't like like um, it was boiled like, no big deal yeah. no she was like if i if i had that kid i wouldn't have been able to get this house it's yeah. a justification yeah mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. her thing too but mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so i saw this like article the other day and it was about how if you're a millennial you can't have any hobbies unless they're a side hustle because then you feel guilty Ooh. and it's like something <sighs> to do with like us you know being through the uh the 2008 housing crisis and the recession and everything and there's that part where she's you know looking at making herself a jacket so that she can be fucking useful, useful. <laughs> when oh. she's dead yeah. and it just made me feel so like right though she had uh. to hustle her own carcass <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had to. She had to go to the leather dealer to go talk to him. Damn, girl, you just call me the fuck out, Jesus! <laughs> oh my god! But it's so true. There's something very, and even though some of the characters in the movie aren't millennials, you can tell it was written by somebody of our generation totally, who was yeah. who was starting to become the filmmakers now. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of cool to see that voice. Yeah. There's kind of a sense of way, but also like funny. Maybe that's why we're loving all this like modern horror. Yeah. Yeah. We we love our Aries, we love our Roberts, we love our <laughs> Jennifer's or Oh no, is Jennifer a millennial? No, she's she's a, a li- Gen, Gen X. She's yeah. a Gen Xer, yeah. 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 But the movie's very relevant for millennials, I will yes. say. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah. the two girls in it are millennials. But um no, that's a really good point, Kelly. But uh, and something about the dark humor 
but also the existentialism. I come back around to it again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's lots of memes and lots of different things about how we're all fucked up because of December, I'm sorry, September 11th. And like we saw Mm. people die on TV. Yeah, we've lived through two recessions and watching hundreds of thousands of people die on live TV. Like we're we're a fucked up generation. It's going to make our stories be really fucking weird. (laughs) It's going to make our art be weird. We're also currently living through a revolution. So that's pretty fucking cool. Cool. A revolution, a pandemic. Yeah. All at the same time. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's gotta climate happen. change. It's gotta happen. All that. <sighs> oh, I'm so how are you feeling now? On that note. <laughs> are you feeling like you like it a little bit more? Oh my god, look at her. She's like thinking about it. I'm thinking. She's thinking. About it. She's and I'm not and we don't have to sway you. I want your opinion to be your own. But I think this is one of those movies you have to talk to. Totally. You, you got to talk about it. Yeah. You got to talk it's, it up. You got to process it. Yeah. It's a whole mood. It's not even like. Oh, it's I, a mood. Yeah. I don't even look at it like a linear story, even though it is a somewhat. I mean, there are a few flashback type things, but it is somewhat linear for the most part. Right. But I really. It's a mood. Yeah. It's a mood movie. It's a mood movie. Um, That's actually the title of that NPR article is what? She Dies Tomorrow is a Mood. Is a mood. It's a oh my mood. gosh, it is. It's right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. Here's the deal. <laughs> tell, tell, tell us what's up. Tell us what's up. I think maybe I didn't like it. Or here's the deal. I like it. I keep saying here's the deal. I love it. We have the real deal, deal, please. I think I like it. I think I like it, especially after talking with you two, especially after hearing your opinions. There's a lot going on in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So much more than you more than what meets the eye for sure. Um, I think maybe I'm not as drawn to it because I'm a sad little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a sad boy. B.O.I. Sad boy. Um, And I want my horror to be not so fucking real. (laughs) (laughs) I will say real right now. Yeah, I don't think I I could have watched this. I don't think a couple months ago. I don't know if I could have watched it. Oh, this is this is a movie like Melancholia where you need to have some spoons that day. Yes. Don't go oh, yeah. don't go into this movie <laughs> if you're low on spoons. Yeah, I don't You need a full set, set of flatware. That's Yeah. <laughs> I think that was my problem. Oh my god. Oh, Emma, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I had a that's full on panic attack on Sunday and then I watched oh. it on Monday. Bad decisions, baby. Bad now decisions. Now I feel horrible for recommending it. No, it's fine. It's totally okay. fine. I'm really okay. glad I watched it. I mean, okay. Jonathan and I sat there afterwards and I was just like, the fuck did we just watch? It ended up in some good conversations with us too, but I think maybe when I have some more spoons, maybe I will. Yeah. I will come back and watch it again, maybe especially full now. Service for 12. Yeah, yes. <laughs> With a gravy boat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'll come back to it eventually. But for now, I'm just kind of like, oof, I just need some fucking Black Christmas or something. Right, Any something like totally, totally nuts. Yeah, I just need something not so heavy and real mm-hmm. right yeah. now. Yeah. But it was, yeah, honestly, like really thoughtful, very I, oh, visually gorgeous. Fucking I was just going to say, oh. yeah, let's not forget technically how great this film is mm-hmm. oh it's mm-hmm. beautiful let's so not sound, ignore that everything oh, about this god, movie the sound is so good yep. yeah also jonathan and i actually jonathan noticed it and i was like good catch babe um he <laughs> so you know the flashing lights that people see when they're mm-hmm. you know 
realizing they're going to die tomorrow. Um, The painting in the brother's living room that is not Jane's paintings, the big painting of like the different people and it's like, you know, modernized with like white paint and then um, with the faces, with the the circles, the the colored circles on the faces, they're all the same colors that are flashing. Stop, 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 stop. During their essentially panic attacks. Is it an aura thing? It might be. Wait, does it mean is one color who's going to die and the other is who isn't? Because they, well, they all or experience the all of the your colors. Auras. Yeah. They all are experiencing all the colors. It flashes between all those colors. It's like pink, green, blue, whatever else is in that. But yeah, yeah Jonathan yeah. noticed that and I was like, good fucking catch, dude. It is good. Yeah. He um, loves looking at background things. He loves sets and set design. Yeah. So he's always looking in the there's background. Place, well, as we know from Ari and other filmmakers, of course, <laughs> there's so many um, Easter eggs and there's so many hints mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hidden so many in the background. You don't notice. I think you have to watch this movie twice. Yeah, I think I need to go back and watch it. Again. Like Maybe. to get more Maybe. after like <laughs> you like you watch it, you talk about it with your friends, and then you go watch it again. Yeah, that was Midsommar for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Always happy to see Chris Messina pop up in a movie. I love him. Yeah, uh, played Jane's brother. Yeah, um, he's a cutie. <laughs> he's great. I was just like Chris. What the fuck are you doing welcome here? Welcome to the party. I didn't know you were gonna be here. I don't know. Anything we had we had you. Why are you here? We had a Michelle Rodriguez moment. Yes, and, haven't seen uh, her in a minute. I love her and what's her name? Olivia Taylor Dudley who played Aaron. I like mm. her. Oh, Adam Wingard, horror icon, plays the Dune buggy yes. instructor. Yes, okay. that was, director yeah. of You're Next, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a fun I was like, I was like, why do I know that name? Thank you. Okay, yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> they so, were so funny, like gonna make out and then. Oh, amazing! <laughs> I was like, I just can't. I can't do this right now. Yeah, he was. He Too was sad. No, he's not having <laughs> Too it. Sad. Um, I can't wait to see what else she does. Oh, I know. And what else she writes, because I think it's very, very exciting. And, you know, it's it's hard because I think nobody's really watching this movie right now. It's kind of snuck out on VOD. God, this would have been so awesome to see on the theater. We would have got <sighs> so much more detail. Yes. And, you know, bummer. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, it's I'm a little worried it's getting ignored. Yeah, totally. But I mean, the fact that, that's what you know, NPR, NPR did that article. Yeah, it touched on that, the, how like if people were seeing this in the theater, I feel like like they feel like it would hit way harder because when you're at home, you're like, the fuck is happening? And you have all these distractions around it. Like you have yes. your phone, you have mm-hmm. your pets, you have your significant other like there when you're at home, you're there's all these other things around you. But when you're in a theater, you're able to just sit there and be like, OK, I'm watching this movie. And as of our recording time, it had um like the critics really liked it on Rotten Tomatoes for whatever that's worth. It's got like 80 something percent critic score yeah and I, i'm not a huge rotten tomatoes follower but it is something to look into sometimes and then the the audience scores in the 20s but i think that's honestly just because people aren't seeing it yeah like you know and like, the people that are seeing it are watching it from home yeah and they have all these other distractions around them so they're not mm-hmm. able to really like sit there and think and super focus on it and it's not a movie for everyone it's definitely going to be polarizing yeah yeah for sure that's what i got i liked it yeah i think okay so now that it's been a day and a half (laughs) no it's been a day now i watched it about this time last night i yeah i think i like it i think i like it it. i'm glad to hear it it makes me really fucking sad but i like it it is yeah (laughs) yeah yeah for sure 100 percent. how the world's ending just saying this is the that's the actual not in fire not in ice (laughs) but (laughs) with this weird anxiety virus pure anxiety that's what's happening yeah 
Self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, well, you know what, too, guys? It's time for this this little convo to end. Yeah. Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, it's, ladies. I'm ready for sleepy time. I mean, not really. Like, I'm going to probably stay up all night thinking about this movie, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you we're know, probably going to stay on the phone for at least another hour. Yeah, you know, as we do here at the Spooky Slumber Party. As we're the, we're the like, Spooky Slumber Party After Hours show where it's only the three of us listening. <laughs> we talk about some, some more risque content. Yes. yes. If you can yeah. believe it, there is more. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's that time to... Uh, tuck into our sleeping bags the witching hour we're not gonna poop in any bags tonight we're just gonna sleep Emma, in them that's directed at you guys it was one time it's one time it's <laughs> gonna hold this over me forever <laughs> no oh no oh no <sighs> so everyone just be well and as we say here at the spooky slumber party stay light as a feather stiff as a board and please stay alive tomorrow <laughs> Please just do your best. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs>